Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. You know, I have a message that is very timely for you because this is the month of the Jewish holiday, Passover. It's also Resurrection Sunday or Easter, uh, depending on what you call it. You know, it doesn't really matter, you know, as long as you're just celebrating Jesus, you know, that's what really matters. But this is an exciting time prophetically. This is a time that the heavens are open to hearing God and experiencing his presence and his love. In all my experiences, I have more supernatural encounters this time of year, actually more than the Jewish holiday Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, which is called the Days of Awe. Usually prophets and and seers have encounters, which I do. In fact, I have quite a few, but I discovered something. Oh my goodness. It's like a hidden gem for many people that might not even realize it, that God does something special this time of year. And just today, I had an encounter with the Lord this morning in my quiet time, and my Bible opened to Matthew 26, 18, and the Lord said this, I'm going to celebrate Passover with my disciples at your house. And, you know, I know he's not talking literal, and I don't even celebrate Jewish holidays, actually. I'm quite Gentile, but I do honor the Lord and I make myself available. God is on all types of calendars. He's actually outside of time. So if you're if you're listening to this podcast later, it doesn't matter. You can pull in these promises right now. And the Lord said this in that verse, you know, that he wants to visit your house this year. And, you know, I'll get into more of this later on, what a visitation looks like, you know, and how to prepare for it. So, Let's open the heavens right now. God, we thank you for your goodness and what you're doing on the earth, that all things are possible for those who believe. We're seated right now with Christ in heavenly realms. We are far above every power and principality on earth. Lord, I pray that we be able to rise above the torrents and all the storms on earth right now and be able to connect with your perfect peace, your perfect love in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, Passover is a Jewish festival that celebrated God's greatness, right? It's when he gave the instructions to the Israelites and to Moses in Egypt, how they could actually get out of Egypt under 400 years of captivity. And the Lord gave Moses this strategy that there was a disaster or a destroyer that was going to come and kill the firstborn. But if they put the blood of the lamb on the doorpost, the spirit of death would pass over them. It's in Exodus 11 and 12. And we know it was a prophetic sign of the blood of the lamb later on. And this was something that was amazing, but we miss. You know, this year, Passover is going to start at sundown on March 30th, and it goes for eight days to sundown on April 7th. So there is a prophetic aspect to Passover that is still available to us today because the Lord gave Moses the strategy to get out of a terrible situation. 
And when we have uncertain times in the form of economic, spiritual, environmental, personal attacks against our finances, our health, our family, God can reveal strategies that will allow you to avoid them or even receive a blessing in the midst of a difficult time. This is an account of how God gave someone a strategy, and not only did they avoid disaster, they also got an amazing blessing. And I believe that's what's going to happen this year. Genesis 26, there was a great famine in the land in the time of Isaac, and he heard the Lord, do not go up to Egypt like your father did. In fact, he told him to go into the land of the Philistines. Now, that's the enemy. Genesis 26, 12, here's what happened. During that time, Isaac planted his crops in the land, and in the same year of the famine, he reaped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. Now, there you go. How would you like to get that kind of blessing? You know, we talk about the enemy paying back twice or or, or seven times. There's a hundred. I'm going to claim that, you know. This happened again in Genesis 41 with Joseph. He got a strategy from the Lord that allowed them to prepare and prosper in the midst of a great seven-year famine that was coming on the earth. And again, these were not done at Passover, and I'm, I'm talking about a Passover strategy, but God is outside of time. He can give you these things at any time. All we need to do is reach out and ask him to do it. This year, God is going to release prophetic strategies for you during the time of Passover. In fact, there's a mighty powerful time that's coming, and they may come in the form of prophetic words, dreams, God speaking to you through the Bible or other people. Just get ready to hear God more clearly. Now that I'm telling you this, you're probably going to pick up on some things that you didn't see before. Maybe you could prepare yourself like I do. Eight days of Passover. It goes for eight days from the evening of March 30th to the evening of April 7th. Now, eight's a special number because eight is new beginnings. It's significant. And it was new beginnings for the Israelites. When they broke out, they celebrated Passover. And that's one of the reasons we even consider eight in many different ways as the number of new beginnings. So we're going to have eight days of God doing something. Now, don't Get disappointed if it doesn't happen the way you think, but most people aren't even aware what's happening in the spiritual realm. As I look back at my prophetic journals during Passover season, I noticed that there was a lot of spiritual activity. There was also a lot of spiritual warfare, but because there's warfare and resistance, they throw out the fact that God might be doing something. Look at Genesis 26, 12, or that whole chapter, there was plenty of warfare In Isaac's life, read it. But during that warfare, God gave him the strategy to reap a hundredfold. Don't let the warfare, don't let what the enemy's doing dictate, and don't let it rob what God wants to bring to you. So there's a prophetic word going on right now. I actually released one in the month of March 2018 that March is a time that God is releasing a perfect solution to your perfect storm. Now, this is really important. This is a time to hear the Lord for your breakthrough, and you'll want to go check that out because there's some strategies that you can actually do to get out of the situation that many of you might be in. So there's a 50-day period between Passover and Pentecost. 
Jesus was crucified during the time of Passover. He was resurrected from the dead. And then, 50 days later, during the Feast of Weeks, also known as Pentecost, God sent the Holy Spirit in power in Acts chapter 2. This now allows us to move in the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, to move in the healing power, to have the presence of the Lord. It allows us to be filled with God's power and spirit beyond just salvation. So this is a time, actually, to be humble and to repent. Notice what God's doing right now. We're seeing a lot of injustices exposed. We're seeing a lot of things happen that aren't right. And that's because the enemy is overplaying his hand. And if we don't step up and ask for justice, if we don't press in, there's times when we can get pushed back. We can actually get pushed down. Like the Israelites, they had God's promises, but they were pushed down many times. They had to get back up and grab hold of God's promises for them. Luke 12, 3. What you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight, and what you have whispered in the ear of the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the roofs. Now, this isn't a bad thing, you know, that you know that your secrets are going to be exposed. As long as you pray, hey, you know what? This is a time to pray, get everything under the blood of Jesus. That's all it takes. But we are in a time right now where things are being exposed, and we're seeing those injustices happening, and people in the government who had done things, and R.V. Weinstein. We're seeing all this stuff happen right now because God is setting up something. He's getting ready to repay those who have been pushed down for a very long time. We're now in a tipping point. Now, it includes those in ministry, business, government, education. God is calling us up to a new level. It's going to require some honesty and integrity. So be sure to repent and put things under the blood of Jesus and you're going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. And just be sure to also pray and ask God for all those repayments for the ways that the enemy has stolen. This is a season that the Lord wants to repay for all the years the locust has eaten. But we want to make sure that, you know, that, that we have our account cleared as well. Right now, we're in a time where the books are being balanced. And so we need to be in unity. And this is one of the reasons why we called the 40-day fast over California. You know, we've been talking about fasting from negativity and fasting to joy. And Ephesians 4, 2 through 5, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep unity in the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one Spirit, and just as you were called to one hope when you were called one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Now, the whole point of that is that we're called to be one. When one suffers, the entire body suffers. We have lost the revelation of the body of Christ. And we have a lot of turmoil going on right now amongst believers. So we need to change the spiritual atmosphere. We can do that by stepping out of grumbling, negativity, arguments. I'm saying this to you right now. If you want to prepare for a visitation, this is the first step. It's really important to become one in the Spirit. Divisions are bringing disunity, and it's allowing the enemy to attack us. You know, a house divided against itself, Jesus said, will not stand. And we need to make every effort 
to heal our divisions and restore the bond of love and peace for one another. Now, you don't have to agree with someone to forgive them, but it is a requirement. Forgiveness is something that you do, that we need to do, and to keep our accounts clean. Now, there's times when you can forgive someone and you don't have to necessarily trust them. I've had someone say to me years ago, oh, you know, you have to forgive me. You know, I was a new Christian and something happened. We got in this dispute and they said, you have to forgive me. And you know what? I might forgive you, but then trust needs to be rebuilt. You could use that so that you can understand to learn to put boundaries in. I'm just trying to help you here that you don't need to just be a pushover. You know, also we can build boundaries, but we need to clear those accounts of unforgiveness. Hebrews 10, 19 and 20. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way open to us through the curtain that is his body. This is it. The Lord invites us in behind the curtain of the holy place. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you're going into the throne room of heaven. I've never even been there. But there's many rooms. Jesus said, in my Father's house are many mansions or rooms. And he goes to prepare some place for you. That's not just in the future when you go to heaven. That's now. There's there's room for you in heaven. The Apostle Paul had an encounter in 2 Corinthians 12 in which he was taken into the third heaven and he was shown revelation. It was actually quite radical revelation that he couldn't even repeat. And see, this is where some of the things that I'm talking about, you know, having visitations, this is where they are in the Bible. I want you to know what I'm talking about is very biblical, but it's dropped out of some people's Bibles because we started thinking logical. And the spirit of logic is ruling these days. But I tell you, it doesn't take much to get back to experiencing God and his goodness and his love. You know, I was given detailed strategies and revelation about what's coming in the revival. Actually, some major things, major changes that are going to take place. It included the the Billion Soul Revival that I've been talking about. It's in my book, The Prophetic Forecast, Volume 3. Actually, I talk about it in Volume 1 and 2, but it's, it's there where I talk about these encounters. And I started having them just after Passover last year. That's why I want to say this to you, that there are Passover strategies coming to you that's going to be able to open the heavens for your situation and get you out of the place. Now, I saw, I had a vision this year, just in the month of February, I had a vision in which I saw many people, these were Christians, these were believers, standing in front of a closed door that was dark. They were in darkness in front of a closed door. And it wasn't because they had done anything wrong. They knew that God had called them to something that had not yet opened, and they were waiting for it to open. And I'm one of those, actually. Maybe you're one of them. God's called you to something, and it seems like everything opposite has happened. But I saw something. Something shifted in the spiritual realm and opened it up. Now, I just talked about this on my Spirit Connection webcast this month, and I want to release this new strategy the Lord gave me. Psalm 139.16 says this, All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Now, this isn't about predestination. 
this is actually a strategy. I was praying, and I mean, I really needed a breakthrough this month. I was praying, and I was standing in front of that closed door that wasn't open. And I read that, and I realized, read it again, all the days, that's today, ordained for you, is written in God's book before one of them came to pass. That means that your book of life has a page called Today. So I ask the Lord to show me or give me revelation of what is on today's page for me. Now, I didn't see it in my natural eyes, but I did know this. God is spirit. He does things in in the spirit, spirit and truth. And I did know that once I prayed that prayer, I would start getting revelation. I'm giving you insider tips on how visitations work. You can actually have a dream, and in the dream, you might not remember everything, but you knew it was important. That's usually because God's imparting it to you so that later on, you're going to get that revelation. So when I prayed this prayer just this week, and I said, Lord, show me what is written on my book for today. And I got revelation. I started to pray in the Spirit, started to worship, put some worship music on, and within a very short period of time, I got revelation of what one of my other prayers I use, show me what Satan doesn't want me to see. I got revelation on something that was holding me back, and I was able to get a breakthrough like that. I mean, it shifted fast. And I would say that I'm one of the prophets who I live things out. And so when it happens to me, it's happening to a lot of people. And I proclaim it with you, too, if you're before that door that hasn't opened, or if you have a situation where you're not clear of what's going to happen yet, or you've been pushed down, I tell you, this word is for you. And so what happened with me is the Lord said, I want you to change the way you do things. And that's happened to me this year. I now changed everything that I do. I mean, I used to sit down and pray and and have my journal in a dictation. So now I stand up and instead of dictating into my computer, I'm dictating into my cell phone. I put on different music. I pray in a different way. I'm just saying, shake things up right now if you need a breakthrough. So God wants to give you the perfect solution for your perfect storm. We are in a time right now that the enemy of our soul has launched a perfect storm against us. And the enemy has come against us. He's Satan has overplayed his hand so heavily against us. And this is a time where we've been discouraged. If you get your eyes off of God, I tell you, this is the time. Don't get your eyes off of God. That's all. You know, he wants to give you, the Lord wants to give you the perfect solution for your perfect storm. Now, perfect storm is when spiritual warfare, tragedies, traumatic events hit your life in different directions. and More than one place comes at the same time. And it's important to respond how Jesus did in Mark 4.35. He's getting hit with the storm. Jesus actually was asleep in the boat. He rested in it. And he got up, he rebuked the storm and said, be quiet. Now, that's a way for us to do it is to stay at peace and trust the Lord. Now, watch for God to start releasing strategies for you in your life that's going to allow you to not only get through the storm, but prosper during the storm. 
Don't let the word prosperity trip you up at all, because I'm not talking about a prosperity, name it, claim it message here. I'm talking about doing things that Jesus talked about. I'm talking about getting, you know, the the true riches actually is wisdom and revelation. But I'm talking about being able to have the money to do what God calls you to do when he calls you to do it. I'm talking about being able to leave an inheritance to those you love. I'm talking about being able to give money into things, humanitarian and kingdom purposes. We need this now. What we're about to step into, folks, in 2018, later on, we need to be able to get these strategies from the Lord. Now, why it's so ripe is because 2017 was full of tragedies We're seeing shootings, fires, earthquakes, floods. We're seeing cities wiped off the map. We're seeing things happen, and the enemy's overplaying his hand. Now, you know, that's why we know that everything is ripe in the kingdom for a miracle for us. So I just encountered two in February. Matthew 16, 19, Jesus said this to me in a vision. He said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth, will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, I've read that verse. I've prayed that verse so many times. As a matter of fact, most people think it's binding Satan and losing the things. But, you know, it's a spiritual principle that applies to almost every area of our life. And I was having trouble. And one of those strategies, the Lord said, I want you to bind your situation and then release it from heaven. And so I did. I wasn't so much binding Satan, you know. I Maybe I did. I don't know. I went into praying, and I just said, I bind this situation. I bind this in Jesus' name. And now, Lord, loose your solution from heaven. I bind this in Jesus' name. Now, loose this revelation and situation, repayment, whatever it is, from heaven now. And I started to see something. So there's an anointing. You know what it was? These are the keys Jesus gave. He said, Matthew 16, 19, look it up. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Now, keys have to be put in the door. They have to be activated. So right now, when I was going through this difficult time and I was praying to the Lord for a solution, he handed me the keys and said, these are Matthew 16, 19 keys. But you know, You have to stick them in the door. You have to turn it. You have to take authority. In other words, there's new power. There's a new anointing on authority right now, a binding and loosing. And it's not like you have to do it a certain way or anything like that. Just do it. And it's not real keys that we're talking about here. These are, this is supernatural. These are spiritual things that's going on. So this is a time right now between Passover and Pentecost that we're going to see things happen, and God wants to visit you this year. He wants to come to your house, but I want to prepare you for it. God is going to release prophetic strategies for you during the time of Passover, and it might even move on through Pentecost, but they're going to come in the form of prophetic words, dreams, God speaking to you, maybe the Bible, but you need to get ready to hear God more clearly. And now, what is a visitation? Jesus said, I want to come to your house, right? Well, I misunderstood this for many years. You know, for the longest time, I listened to some prophets and seers, and I'm not putting them down or anything. In fact, I'm one of them now. But 
I listened to him and I was thinking, my goodness, I don't have anything like that. But I was expecting a visitation from the Lord to be bigger. And I used to think that I was less than or I did something wrong. I wanted it so bad I'd almost imagine it. But you know what? The Lord began to show me something. Did you know that not all the prophets, by the way, have had a face-to-face encounter with Jesus? I've never had one like that. I've had visions, and I see Jesus a lot in visions face-to-face. But, you know, uh, I haven't really had those types of encounters. And the prophets that I know, both alive and in heaven, many of them only had one or two or just a few. And it's not what you have. It's the fact that the Lord is there, that it's his power. It's his presence. You know, we're expecting Jesus or an angel to walk in the door or God to take you to heaven in the middle of the night. I've only had a few handful of times that I've actually had an an open eye, real angel, like right there. You know, and most of the time they're not going to show themselves because they don't want to distract what they're bringing from the Lord. This is important because many times when we read it in the Bible, when an angel comes in, you know, the, the prophets would fall down to worshiping. John did that, and they said, don't do it. I'm, you know, I'm here. I'm here just to give you a message. That's why many of them don't reveal themselves even though they're there. And so what I realized later in my life is that many of us, all of us actually, are having visitations at various levels. God will visit you, and whether you feel them or see them, it doesn't matter. He will visit you at the level of maturity and where you are right now. He wants to do it at that level. He doesn't want to give you more because it might give you more warfare. In fact, it will give you more warfare. Believe me, I found this out myself. Most visitations come in the form of those dreams or, you know, God speaking to you. Sometimes it's just, you know, just a small uh, still voice. But you'll know it. what really matters is what's happening in your life, what you're receiving or the revelation that you're doing. God wants to visit you. He wants to bring his loving presence. He wants to encourage you. And you know, these experiences can sometimes be very subtle and we might not realize it, or they could actually be very powerful. But the key to all of this is to not have an expectation or get disappointed or think that you're less than, because see, that's the enemy of your soul. We'll get in there and try to wound you. And you don't want to get your soul wounded. You don't want to get angry at God or anything like that. You know what? The presence of God is coming. He's going to come into your house. He's going to come to you. And it doesn't have to be the Jewish holidays. It can happen anytime. In fact, it's happening all the time. Certain times, those seem to be more than others. My thing that I look at, and you want to write this down, look it up. Ephesians 1, 17 and 18 is the purpose for all of this. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Now, that's the prophetic, so that you may know him better. And I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, that you may know the hope for which he has called you, the riches, there it is, that's true riches, of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. Now, true riches has to do with this has to do with understanding, having your eyes open to who the Lord is. True riches is wisdom 
and revelation. And when you get that, you can get strategies. You can understand that God wants to bless you. You can understand his love. You can get healing of your past. It's amazing. So the first thing to do is to let go of any expectations of what you think might happen or should happen. Maybe you want to go and repent for anything in the past where you've been wounded. Clear the air right now. It's so important to clear the air. So here's how to prepare for a visitation this year. Repent of any unforgiveness that you have towards others. This is a time that we need to really take the negative talk, a negative thought lifestyle, and we need to make it us. Because if you do this, you're going to clear the spiritual atmosphere. You're more likely to be able to hear the Lord. So we need to also be humble, you know, be grateful. Gratitude is so powerful. So step into unforgiveness and be humble and grateful and get rid of the expectations. God is going to visit you and he will come at the level that you're currently able to handle or receive. So don't worry if it doesn't look like anything else you might have. You know, I know now as I'm looking back, I had times, all the times in my life, whether I was a believer or not, I remember, you know, the gifts are without repentance. So God can call us as a kid. Many kids are having visitations, but the adults don't believe them. And then later we find out, my goodness, they are having something. I was, and I didn't realize what it was. And God was speaking and visiting to me. Now, years later, I'm having these encounters with the Lord and angels. You know, it, it's taken me a long time to get here. So don't compare yourself with anybody else. Don't compare yourself with me or anything, but we do want to eagerly desire to prophesy. So you'll want to get this breakthrough. Also, Revelation 4.1, the angel said to John, come up here and I will show you what is yet to come. Notice he didn't say, I'm going to come down there. So we need to come up here in the sense of we need to approach the Lord, get our hearts ready step into what God has for you and watch him as he does something new. Now, I used to live in Moravian Falls, North Carolina for a few years. We had a cabin there. It was the angel cabin. And I don't know if you ever heard of the prophet Bobby Connor had an encounter where Jesus walked in the door and had a face-to-face encounter with him. It was that cabin. We bought that one years later, but I was living there and people used to come to Moravian Falls to see an angel. And I'd say to him, you know what? Almost everybody who comes here to see an angel doesn't see one, goes home disappointed. But if you come to encounter the Lord, you will go home satisfied. So this year, what are you doing? Passover, what do you need? Do you need your Passover strategy? Are you standing in front of a closed door in the darkness? Are you standing in a place where it's not where you know you need to be, but you know that God's going to do something more. Maybe you've made it through and you're ready for the next time, or maybe you've, you know, you've fallen on rough times. Maybe you're dealing with addictions. Maybe you're having some things going on in your life that you're not proud of. Bring it to the Lord right now. Ask him for the Passover strategy. Ask him to give you the perfect solution for your perfect storm. And while you do this, the Lord, I tell you, He's going to do it, whether it's right then. And also, don't worry about times. It doesn't have to be right from sundown on this date to the sundown on that date. It's not like that at all. 
God wants to speak to you, and he is outside of time, my friends. So get ready for what's coming at Passover, and I want to pray this over you right now. I want to pray a breakout strategy over you. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name for the ability to break through, to break through, break through, break through each situation here. And Lord, I'm asking now that you would give the strategy for us, for addictions, for overcoming addictions, for stepping out of terrible bad seasons, for getting through painful divorces, for recovering from financial ruin, for all the things that whatever it is, whether I mentioned it or not, whatever, you just fill in the blank right now what you need. If you're standing before a closed door in the darkness, maybe like me, Uh, It's not because I did anything wrong. It's because God was about to open a door and it hadn't opened yet. And there are people gathering. I had an encounter, people gathering at the Psalm 118 gate of righteousness that hasn't opened yet, but it's about to open. I tell you, this is a time that it's going to open. We're going to see things happen over the next few months that are going to be great, I tell you. So, Father, I break anything, break off the chains of restraints. Break off the blinders and release the prophetic anointing. I release the ability to hear your voice. I release the ability to know what to do, wisdom and understanding. I release the repayment for all the years the locust has eaten. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.